The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, continuing with the theme of this week, which is uh, to be ready for change, to be able to uh, and willing to change in a good way by the life that we live. And to Dharma practice is walking on the path of being changed, to being changed for the better, being changed out of the ways that we live that are harmful for ourselves and harmful for others, into a way of living that is beneficial for ourselves and beneficial for others. And so to prepare or to help the mind or the heart or who we are be available for change, for beneficial growth, There are these five different areas. One is, um, already just a readiness to be ready for something new, ready and available to be receptive. The second is, we talked about yesterday, is to have a mind that's malleable, uh, a mind which is uh, workable, that um, you're you're not not holding on to uh, ideas, opinions, identities in such a way that things are stuck or hard, um, holding a stance, we're stubborn, we're resisting, uh, we're asserting, but, re- but instead where there's a softness, there's a malleability, there's a workability, we're, we're a work of art that we can work on ourselves. And today the topic uh, the, of these five is... Um, um, f- being free of hindrances. And uh, the hindrances are major preoccupations that we have, that we get caught in. They're kind of like, um, 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 you know, like vacuum cleaners. So that uh, we get close to it and we get sucked into this vacuum cleaner and we swirl around inside if this, um, until somehow we find our way out that um, these are very powerful forces that keep us preoccupied, churning, ruminating, caught up, wanting, not wanting, um, uh, clamped down, shut down, frozen, agitated, spinning, all kinds of things. And uh, there are five of them, but uh, the shorthand is that they're preoccupations of the mind. And um, they're also, the Pali word, nivarana, translated as hindrances, also means coverings. And sometimes I think of them as um, there's this wonderful greenhouse that um, maybe because of uh, it was going to be a freezing night, it was covered with big blankets, big blanket. But then the farmers forgot to take the blanket off. And it stays that way for months. And the plants inside can't grow and the warmth of the sun can't get in there really and things shrivel and dry and and um, get really thin and etiolated until you know they all fall over the plants. So this idea that uh, we have these coverings that cover something precious that uh, 
we don't see when we're preoccupied. And to let go of these preoccupations, uh, the image of just like pulling the, the blanket off so that something that's deeper within, the seeds, that uh, the seed beds and seeds can begin growing, uh, something beautiful can begin to happen. We do have beauty within us, beautiful capacities, beautiful potential, beautiful attitudes, motivations, thoughts, feelings. And to be available is to, uh, to be unpreoccupied and available is to allow something deeper to happen that can't happen when we're preoccupied. So one of the uh, really um, important features of doing vipassana practice, insight meditation practice, mindfulness practice, is to really become an expert on the hindrances, on sensual desire, avariciousness, wanting, greed, uh, ill will, hostility, um, resentment, uh, and then uh, kind of, uh, I call it resistance and frozenness, stiffness. It's usually called sloth and torpor. But these are more strategies of not being present that shut us down. And then uh, agitation and resentments, regrets. And then um, doubt. So there are these five, and there's Dharma talks about them. There are essays on them. I have a little book about the hindrances. Called It's called Unhindered. That it's important for people who do this practice here to not be discouraged, turn away from these when they occur for a, occur to us, but rather really take them on as a worthy area to study, to understand how this works. To until we really begin to see and how the magic is done, that we're no longer uh, tricked by the magic into thinking that something is real there, and we start uh, seeing you know, how the the, the, the sleight of hand of the hindrances of why we get caught in it and why we think they're so important and so valuable. and They're just a trick of the mind to get us preoccupied and caught. And, um, and to find ourselves without the hindrances is one of the great delights. So to begin having an unpreoccupied mind is a pleasure. So one of the ways to be prepared to change and to grow is to begin appreciating, valuing, enjoying, being inspired by the degree to which we are unpreoccupied. And that's a hard thing to do because of the preoccupation seems so important. Being unpreoccupied can seem like nothing. And, you know, I mean, that's not any good. What's good is doing things and thinking about things. And, and, um, but this unpreoccupied mind that's available, that's present for the fullness of this life, the fullness of our hearts and our minds, just here and present, unpreoccupied. And to appreciate, to take the time to appreciate it, take the time to value it when it's there. And, um, and rather than having it all or nothing, it's either preoccupied or unpreoccupied, um, uh, it's a matter of degree, and hopefully we're tipping the, the balance towards more being unpreoccupied than preoccupied, 
but begin appreciating the degree to which you're unpreoccupied, the degree to which you're available and present. And, um, and uh, that also then allows you to have the same kind of attitude of availability, of receptivity, of, of um, kind of a softness around the ways which we are preoccupied. It's not like setting up a battle between them. Uh, the more we have this availability of attention, we can hold all the ways that we are caught and attached and involved. Hold it gener- generously. Hold it non-assertively. Non, I don't advance upon it to blow it away or fix it. Um, be available to know it fully. In meditation, maybe everything difficult within us is something that um, uh, is a door to a deeper understanding of of life and of ourselves. So this, um, uh, so that uh, if you if you really want to be uh, to change in a beneficial way, begin appreciating uh, the unpreoccupied mind and make time for it. Begin learn to recognize when you're preoccupied, when you're spinning out, when you're kind of, uh, uh, you know, being carried away by the trains of thought. And, and really kind of, oh, that, there it is, there it is again. And then step off the train, take off the blanket, let the thought bubbles kind of drift away. Let uh, the tension and the pressure, the need to solve and fix and judge and, and remember and plan settle for a while so you can be here in a deeper and fuller way. So as the mind, so that you're available, you're receptive, you are maybe start to becoming softer in a place where creativity can occur, in a place where deeper wisdom and deeper understanding can arise. It isn't like you lose your ability to take care of your life if you're no longer preoccupied with your concerns. You gain an, a new vantage point in which to take care of your life when you're not preoccupied. And it's possible to have the important issues of your life come into your mind to be thought about without it being a preoccupation. It's just something to think about in a light way, an open way, and a peaceful way, and have tea with your thoughts and think what needs to be thought about. So for today, the, um, the topic now is to appreciate non-preoccupation. Appreciate when you're not caught up in your thoughts and appreciate the alternative. Appreciate what that's like to not be preoccupied, caught. Appreciate the, the openness, the subtleness, the availability, the receptivity. Appreciate maybe even uh, the delight and the joy of not having lost yourself to your thoughts. There is a way in which we lose ourselves when we get too preoccupied. And then we gain ourselves when the preoccupations 
the clouds part, the preoccupations part, and we're, ah, we're here, we're back. Here I am. And for the Buddha, the absence of hindrances, the absence of preoccupation, is a source for gladness, for delight, for a kind of happiness. So what today I'd like to suggest to you is you notice the times that you're not preoccupied, where you're available rather than asserting yourself, and see if you can taste or find the hints maybe, or the small ways, big ways, in which there is something, some gladness, some happiness in this ability to be here in an available way. And um, think of it as micro-moments sometimes. Think of it as a degrees. But see if you can find the, the well-being and the delight, the gladness, the appreciation for not being caught up Wow, I'm not caught up. I'm just here for this second. Wow. And may you have lots of wow today. May you have lots of appreciation and joy. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I'm back. I'm back. We're back. Life is back. So, um, thank you very much. And um, may this be a day that's sprinkled with joy. Thank you.